0: If we have limited development resources, meaning limited time, limited budget, limited number of programmers, where, is, where should we invest those resources if we're looking to improve the stability and the maintainability of our software? Hello, my name is Eric Normand and these are my thoughts on functional programming. So I have this idea, a concept that I came up with. Uh, I'm not sure if it's related to any other ideas, but like a lot of ideas, I probably read it somewhere and I then forgot about it. Um, It must be similar to some ideas in domain-driven design where you have... um, where you have a common vocabulary that you use between both the programmers and the and the and the business concern like there's something there's something in there but my idea i call the core abstraction and what this is and, and you can have multiple core abstractions in your software but a core abstraction is something that is central to the operation of your business, and it 's something core because it it 's fundamental it 's down right in the middle of everything in the heart of everything, and so that is what you want to get right. all the stuff about the UI and what buttons look like and even what buttons to show that stuff is not part of your core abstraction that is just that is. Temporary, it'll change with the seasons, but there are things in there that are going to be built on layer upon layer upon layer. You're never going to get back in there and fix them. So, you want to get those right from the beginning. So, what is an example of a core abstraction? The example I like to use the most is from accounting. So, the system of accounting that virtually everyone uses nowadays is called double entry bookkeeping, and it has a core abstraction which is the ledger. It's a list of transactions that happen. Uh, you know, at your bank or at your company, and it—that's it. That's that's all it is, and everything's about these rules for how you add stuff to the ledger, and um, that's basically it. And so, this core abstraction of an append-only list of transactions is what powers all of it, and. All the policies of the bank, and the procedures, and the, 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 the ways the accountants operate on it, they're all based on those simple rules of how you add transactions to the ledger. and It's something that's been in use for hundreds of years, and it just works. Probably never going to change, right? So, what we're looking for when we're developing software is something that gives us high leverage. Okay, so this is an advantage you can have by having a high leverage abstraction. And then you solidify it by making it like totally well defined, get rid of the corner cases, make sure it works um like in a solid way, like no no bugs, no corner cases, stuff like that. Uh and then you can build on it. So I worked for a company that did um electronic document signing. So it's not Cryptographic signing of the document. It's signing it like you sign a contract, and they would send out PDFs to everybody. Uh, You could go onto the website, and you could click a button, or you could like sign with your mouse, saying, "You know, I read it and I agree." And at first, we were using a very typical rest model where it was just sort of like we had some operations for like the you know when when the user would would view the document we would make a little note that they viewed it and when they signed it we would make a note that they signed it and it just felt very loose it wasn't a very well abstracted model. It was just sort of like let's just start recording a little bit of data. So at some point, uh, I went deep into it and really started investigating what does it mean to sign a document. And I started reading about it. I talked to a lawyer or two about what it meant. Um, I read a tiny, tiny bit of the history of signing documents and contracts, and I really started to understand, from a domain point of view, what it was all about. And what it was all about was gathering evidence uh, about the agreement. So you, uh, at you know. The signature and the like, initialing the pages, all of that—it's all about evidence for yourself and for the other party that this was the same paper that you read, you know, five years ago when you signed the contract. If there's ever a dispute, oh yeah, you're right—I did sign this. That is my signature. And so, what it really is is an evidence-gathering document. You put evidence, more and more evidence, onto this paper you know you put your blood on it <laughs> you you sign it you initial all the pages you number the pages so you know none are missing so there's all these little artifacts that you gather on the document that are evidence for later if anything goes wrong right so we started to reorient the the abstractions in our system the software to be about evidence gathering and collection and maintenance for the long term for the future and everything we did was just like aggregating more and more evidence onto it any operation that that modified the document was appending new evidence onto it and so we developed a very, uh, a very strong model with a very good core abstraction that gave us business leverage. It gave us an advantage, a business advantage, over other systems because the other systems weren't doing that. The other systems were doing what we were doing at first, which was just kind of willy-nilly saying, "Oh, like for like." you know the the whole agile way of of saying well we need a checkbox that says that they agree right and so we would just put a checkbox that said they agree and we would kind of record that in a database but it, there was no unifying model there was no um, nice uh, model of how uh, how things should change over time and stuff like that so we really developed this Nice core abstraction, and uh, ever since then, it's it's been something I'm always on the lookout for. It requires you to understand your domain better than than you might already understand it. I had to do all this research into what signing a document actually meant, um, but I was glad I did, and I learned a ton of stuff. And I developed this this abstraction that actually captures the stuff that lawyers are thinking is supposed to be happening. Right? They want evidence later that they can present in court if it ever gets there. And so, the best way to preempt a trial or a suit is to have more evidence so that you don't even have to get to that point. It's so clear who's going to win that no one wants to fight. Right? So. Um, this is a, this is my idea, core abstraction. It's something that you're going to build layers on. Certainly, your UI is going to be built on top of it. The possible operations are built out of the operations of your core abstraction. Um, but then there's all the other stuff like the logging and the all, you know all the all the the junk that accumulates in your software for good reasons. It's going to be based directly on that uh, so so you could actually like log all of the model operations the core abstraction operations and make that you know something that happens automatically because you you've enumerated them and they're a small number and you get rid of all the corner cases it's just gonna be this tight little system that's gonna that's worth putting more effort into because everything else is going to be built on top. So you're not gonna have, you know, some operations that are poorly defined, that are just defined in a use case somewhere, in a user story, like we need a checkbox on the on the front page, and then you don't really store exactly what what the person thought you would store, and so later they're like, okay, now show me all the documents that have a checkbox, and you haven't done that, there's no index or there's no way to get at that information. You just didn't know that that was coming down the pike, right? But if you have a a more robust model, then it makes sense to everyone and it's going to be easier to use uh, and harder to get wrong. All right. My name is Eric Norman. These have been my thoughts on functional programming. If you like this idea, this core abstraction idea, if you've built something like that where you had a core Abstraction, something deep in in the software that really defined um, and constrained what was possible in your software uh, in a good way, constrained it to you know the happy path. Uh, please let me know. I'm, I'm curious to know if this is something that other people already do, and I'm I just somehow missed the boat, or if this is really truly something that I've kind of come up with. So please let me know. Uh, I'm Eric Normand on Twitter. You can also reach me at eric at lispcast.com. Please subscribe, tell your friends, star it, thumbs up, five hearts, whatever your system does, give them to me. All right. See you later. Bye.